Welcome to the Friends I View podcast, where Sean and Jose talk about everything under the sun. Visit friendsayview.com for more, unlock exclusive content on Patreon, and catch our videos on YouTube at the Friends I View. Subscribe for weekly episodes and let's explore the world together. Thank you for joining us today. This is Sean with my buddy Jose. We are going to be talking about the craziest topic that's going on and has been going on for the past several years, I think. I think it's the craziest, but uh, wokeness, you know, uh, Budweiser, <laughs> matter of fact, there's a phrase that goes like, go broke, you are go woke and go broke. And, you know, there's a lot of things going on when it comes to woke, because I remember like the woke thing sounded like, you know, it used to be something that you said. Um, when, when somebody was, was at least open to the idea of things not being exactly the way they are. Um, like yeah. for instance, usually here, like you see here, like, you know, when a conspiracy theory was proven correct and that person thought about the conspiracy, you'd be like, oh, they're woken to the situation. Yes. That's how I remember it. Exactly. Yes. Now, now it's just. Madness, madness. So yeah, we're gonna be talking about this. Uh, yeah, they, what do you think about the Budweiser thing? <laughs> they lost how many billions of dollars in market cap? And you know, people are going crazy about that one. But I at least understand. But I don't think we're really talking about the underlining problem, right? Of course, of course. And the underlining problem is the new wokeness, is what we'll call it does the cancel culture thing and makes life way too complicated, which we're going to talk about. But like Budweiser, like beer sucks. Okay, let's be honest. But no, no, nobody rationally, nobody rationally, their preferential drink of choice is Budweiser or Bud Lights, you know? Yeah. Um, like it's one of those things that when you're out with your boys or there's a game on and you want a beer, that then it just happens to be there yes <laughs> yes it's like would you drink when you don't want to get too drunk because you're like look i'll just drink i'll just have a beer or two because yes. I, I i really need to be kind of sober yes it's not like it's beer like i don't know about you but like i used to drink a lot i used to have a real big alcohol problem but oh i yeah, you know, I was still on my inner demons, which we'll talk about on the podcast. Gotcha. <laughs> talk about, you know, with friends. You know, yeah, of course. That's how I used to drown out the demons, was I would get drunk. And and so I used to have a really big problem. But my preference is like something that actually tastes good, you know? Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Like like one of my favorites in my trip tonight is is coconut rum and coke. You ever had that? Coconut rum and Coke? Yes. Well, actually, I did coconut rum with like an orange juice nice. or a cranberry juice or something like that to get a bit like a more uh, fruity flavor, kind of a tropical taste. That's what I would do. Pineapple juice, pineapple juice and orange juice, both of them are, are great with coconut rum. Now, I'm telling you, Coke miss, miss, miss the ball, man. Every time they come out with these new flavors, it's always like zero yeah or in a vanilla like, back in the day i'm like if you just did coke and coconut <laughs> you would like destroy pepsi yeah, yeah people would be like pepsi what the fuck would i want pepsi <laughs> have coke with coconut like that shit is like the perfect marriage like it doesn't make sense <laughs> but like when you put them together it's just kind of like like the heavens open up, dude. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's and I think I used to drink that stuff by like a liter, man. Like it was just bad. But like Budweiser is just a shit beer. It's like you're worried about advertising and being and and carteling the new wokeness. How about taking your ass back in and figuring out how to make beer taste good? <laughs> I used to like the Bud Dry actually when I used to have that. I used to like the Bud Dry. I used to drink that quite a bit. Not like the microbrewery stuff, you know, where, like, where it's like apple or oranges. Have you ever had that stuff? Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Like, that's good. It's like, why don't you copy that? Why, <laughs> why, why are you so willing to go 
Yeah, but they they didn't become they didn't become the king of beers for nothing though. Huh? They didn't become the king of beers for no reason. No, that's called lack of options. They did it like a hundred <laughs> years ago, right? Like a hundred years ago, who was making beer? You know? Yeah, true. There's a lot like of people making beer. Let's start. If you go around and find out now, I promise you, like the beer drinkers, you start asking beer drinkers what they prefer to drink. You know, yeah. they're going to be drinking the microbeers. Why do you think there's so many microbrewers? It's because that's what people prefer. Got you know, because people are smart. I'm like, look, I want something that tastes good. Budweiser's whole thing was it had that branding. Remember, we just talked about yes. branding. You just talked about branding as king yeah. of all beers. Yeah. And then and then when you go to sports events, you know, they already had the agreements there, you know? Gotcha. Look, Budweiser, Bud Light, etc. I I don't think it has anything to do with whether they're good or not. God bless you. Yeah. It has everything to do with the fact that they had such a uh, an established brand. Yeah, been a okay. brand for a hundred years. But the problem is, you've already been associated with all these events: football, baseball, sporting events, and then with the transgender thing. Most people, and we're going to talk about this probably in a whole another podcast. Most people really don't care how you live your life. True, true, true. They just really don't. And when I say that, and that's honest to God, it doesn't matter what walk of life, as long as it's not affecting anyone else. Exactly. Yeah. But the problem is, is like you got these new kids coming up and just like destroying people's careers because they don't label them correctly. Or I remember one girl, she did a video about it. She ended up getting a person fired because she looked like a male. She sounded like a male, but she referenced herself as a she or they or something. Okay. Gotcha. And ended up getting dude fired for it. It's like, look, I've got enough shit to remember in my life. Yeah. I really do. Like... <laughs> you know, I got my stuff to remember, and this is stuff to remember, stuff to Yeah, yeah. My business stuff, family stuff. I mean, I got enough crap in my life to remember. Make it easy for me to remember. Yeah. If you start having a hundred different labels, labels that can change because you consider it fluid, um, to me, it just makes you an asshole. Yeah. I expect me to remember it based on how you feel. Not how I see or notice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then to ruin my life because of it. Yeah. And it's unfair. And then this Melon Mulvaney guy. Like, I haven't seen too many things of his saying, or Dylan Mulvaney. But I've seen a couple of them. And he was like, I've had my first period. No, bitch. You can't have a period. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Now, you can label yourself a woman all fucking day long. I do not care at all. <laughs> yes. I don't know what people are going to think of this podcast today. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I actually know if you're a male, if yes. you're a biological male, meaning you were born with a penis, yes, there is no possible way you will ever have the menstrual cycle of a female. You can't. Yes. You, you will never deliver a baby Correct. like a female can. Yes. So, and that's a whole topic. I think we should have a whole that's, topic yes. on keeping it simple. But my thing is, is they they take this person who just, to me, is insulting. Like I should. Goes, you know what I mean? Like, like for me, like I'm not insulted by it because I just think he, I think he's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> personal opinion. Mm -hmm. But women have been fighting for like women's rights for <laughs> like ever, and and I made a joke about it. But I'm like, women took over Boy Scouts, which they did. Sure, but men took over womanhood. So checkmates. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Yeah, true. Because this guy is going around. Look, I know what it's like to be a woman. I had a period, I and the stuff that he says is like very sexist to me because wow. it's like you have no clue what it's like to be a woman. Yeah. As a woman who transitions to a man will never have an inkling of indication of what it's like to be a male. 
Gotcha. Because there's there's more to being a male or a female than just testosterone, whether I have a penis, whether I have a vagina. Those are the physical things. Yeah. There's a psychological thing. There's a there's a um a environmental thing, a societal yeah. thing. There was that yeah. one lady, remember? Did you ever hear about it? She she was a female, um, feminist. Yeah, she's and Obviously, I do not think um, this is a laughing matter or next side is a laughing matter or a joking matter. Correct. But I want to just emphasize there's so much difference between the two worlds where she actually went for two years. She was like, for two years, I'm a live as a male. Like a year and a half into it, she couldn't take it so much as being a male. Yeah. She wrote a book about it and then killed herself. Oh, wow. I didn't hear about that. Because the worlds are drastically different. Mm -hmm. And I would never say that a man is better than a woman or a woman's better than a man. They're yes. just different. Definitely. And even if you want to go into the different worlds, fine. That's great. You can identify. Great. But please do respect the differences of the two worlds because women have had tough times. Gotcha. have had tough times. Men yeah. have the highest suicide rate of both sexes, and it's substantially higher. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even like a couple of percent. It's like 30 or 40 percent higher. Wow. Okay. I didn't know it was that high. Wow. So it's like, so when they, when they pick somebody like Mulvaney, who I think makes almost a joke of things, mm -hmm. it's like, Look, I can laugh about things like anyone else. I love comedians who joke about things. Yeah. But if you're going to put your brand behind something, at least put it behind somebody who isn't, make, to me, making a mockery. Yeah. Of what it's like to be, say, a female. Because exactly. females do have challenges. Yeah. There's but problems they go through. Exactly. Well, I mean, for me, the woke, you know, when you said that, hey, let's talk about this topic, you know, I remember it just like you described it in the beginning of this podcast. When a conspiracy theory was proven to be correct, you were now woke, stuff like that. Now, because I'm so far behind, I, uh, <laughs> I had to Google what woke means now. And according to Google, it says woke is an adjective derived from African-American vernacular English meaning alert to racial prejudice and discrimination. Beginning in the twenty twenty in the twenty tens, excuse me, it came to encompass a broader awareness of social inequalities such as racial justice, sexism, and LGBT rights. So that's what I you know, that's what I got from Google. Now yeah, so in for in the future we have to talk about which version of the definition we're talking about. Exactly. Because, well for me there's two. Exactly. Because because in reality, the other one was the first definition. Exactly. That's how I came to know it. And then today, it's just, and you'll see that with a lot of definitions, they seem to be changing. And it's like, no, you don't get to change definitions to match whatever it is. Yes. And I think that also comes with, since we're talking about changes, the new wokeness, like Disney's getting pounded by Snow White um getting pounded by they got pounded by the your aerial thing was you remember that where they yeah i remember yeah aerial yeah and here's here's why i think pe i think people have a problem so the new wokeness people they they just seem to want you to agree with them no matter what okay but they're not seeing the second side of things and the truth of the matter is and I've been to many, many countries. As a matter of fact, I live in a different country than you do. Yeah. As you are aware, and we've talked about on the podcast. Indeed. The United States, of all the countries in the world, of all of them, of all 203 sovereign nations, even though not near perfect, but nobody else is, it is by far the most diverse and equal opportunity of all the countries. Okay. Fair enough. I, for instance, I'm in Colombia. I love Colombia. I mean, I've only I've only dealt with racism maybe once or twice. Mainly, uh, there's a cat outside. <laughs> I, don't, 
That's a racist son of a bitch, man. Every time I walk down the street, he stares at me like, who is this cracker? <laughs> like, he, he has the cracker eyes, you know? <laughs> and, but, but let's say, let's say if I were to run for office, right? Okay. Which, which, in theory, I would be able to. In theory, I could do it. Okay. Um, in exactly two years. In two years, I would be eligible when I become permanent resident. Um, I wouldn't get elected in, you know? There would be no gringo congressman in Colombia. Okay. There would be no gringo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There would be no gringo um, governor. Oh, well, okay. Like, it just wouldn't happen. Nobody would vote for me as a gringo. They wouldn't. Okay. However, in the United States, you have, even on the political side of things, we were the first one to have an African-American president, which is a minority and a majority white country, because it is. It's still majority white. Gotcha. And he only got into power because, well, white people voted for him too. Mm -hmm. And so, it, I mean, you have, you have people of different ethnicities that are millionaires and billionaires, you know, mm -hmm. business owners, they own. So, I mean, it's a very diverse country, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. And so, people try to, and I think with the movies, like the aerial thing, um, stuff like that, I think their big backlash, their big backlashes, because these stories were already made, okay? Cause I remember with like the Snow White thing, this Rachel kid who was, who was, you know, you know, Snow White, right? She yeah. was like, it's not about the love. Bitch, that whole thing is a love story. That's all it is. It was a 1930s love story, okay? That's all that it was, okay? The story was told, and the midgets were just midgets because that's a part of the story. So instead of changing a once a, a a story that has survived time, like it's a very popular story. Of course. Instead of changing a very popular story that's already been told, don't be lazy and come up with a new story. You want a new story that is more diverse? Okay. Come up with a new one, like Black Panther. Black Panther was an original story, and it did well because it was an original story. Yeah, got it. Ariel flopped because you took a red-headed ginger white girl and you made her African-American. It's like, no, no, no. It, it, they didn't object necessarily to the fact you casted an African-American. They objected to the fact you took a story that was already told and were lazy and recreated it by changing it. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts? I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, all right, you, you know me. I've, I've, I've been married um, three times. My first marriage was to an African-American woman. Was the charm is with exactly. My first marriage was to an um, African-American woman. My second marriage was to a Puerto Rican and Cuban woman. And my third marriage is to a Turkish woman. So I don't believe that I can be labeled as racist. <laughs> but anyway, um, for me and, you know, my kids are, you know, they're, they're mixed as well. So I don't believe that because of my kid's color, because of my color, that I'm limited in doing the things I want. Now, is a little bit harder for myself and probably my children when they're, you know, they're growing up, um, going through life as well. It will be a little bit difficult, but. See, the challenge, the challenge that I have, right, mm -hmm. Is because I definitely understand, especially in the United States, there were definitely a time where yeah. if you were a minority, you didn't have yeah. opportunity. The problem with today is it's hard to determine where opportunity is harder because of race or is it harder because maybe education, experience, um, different things, you know? Because like even as a white guy, like I've been turned down jobs. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I've I've not had a life that was pe- you know perfect. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I struggled. You know, I fought hard. So I don't, I don't, I don't know where the line is. You know, and it's very hard to prove where the line is. That's the problem. Like if if there's a racist person, then I'd be like, okay, fuck them. You know? Yeah, exactly. If there was a business out there going, look. I'm not going to hire Jose because he's Puerto Rican. Then, then I would burn that business to the ground. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But it's, it's hard. It's hard to, because I mean, you, you hire people. You guess. Because it's hard because you're going to get people of all walks of life, literally applying to your job. And it's hard to be able to be like, you're looking at experience you're looking at what you need you're looking at education you're looking at all these things and it's you're looking at how they filled out their resume you're looking at how they dress for the interview (laughs) you know because i know i've been to interviews where i'm in a suit and the person who's interviewing with like next to me is in shorts and a t-shirt okay gotcha yeah so (laughs) I've been in those interviews. I'm sure you have too. Yes, 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 indeed. And it's like, how do you, how do you go? Okay, he picked me because I'm white. No, he may have picked me because I wore the suit. He may have picked you if you had worn a suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you and you can never tell unless unless everything was equal, as you say. You both wore suits. You both dressed the part. You both, you know, aced the interview. You know. But when it comes down to it, one was black and one was white, you d- you never really know because one, the interviewer is not going to let you know that was indeed the case. Exactly. So you don't know for sure. You can only assume, but you know, assumption they say is the mother of all fuck ups. And that's the thing is, shit, is I think in today's world, now granted, I understand things are not perfect. Okay? Yeah, true. We have made substantial progress, I would say, from 1800 <laughs> to like now. Yes. <laughs> yes. And also, we have also reverted back to ways some things were. Hence the um, leave it up to the states about abortion rights. You know, Can I- don't, don't get me started with that. The, the, colleges, the college is trying to take away affirmative action. Or, you know, saying that it's no longer a valid thing, you know, and, and can I, can I those, that one? Sure. Those things existed for a reason because they were being discriminated against. So they had to do things like that. And I just don't want it to go back to the way it was, especially now that my kids are coming of age and going into corporate America or creating their own businesses or whatever it is that they want to do in life to become successful. I want to chime in on this too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because we are all over the place, but I think these to be talked. The abortion thing, that's a very hot topic, okay? Yes. Um, I think we I think we should do a whole podcast. That's fine. That one. Sure. But I really think the state should decide. And the reason why is because it's such a hot topic, right? Sure. So let's say I'm pro- and we're going to pick on two states because two states are most likely guaranteed to be one or the other, right? Okay. California is most likely always going to be liberal. Gotcha. Florida is always going to be conservative. Okay. Now, if I'm, there, there's plenty of reasons to have challenges with the abortion thing, but there's reasons to be for it. And like I said, I think we need to hash this one out on a whole podcast. But I think the choice of the state should be based on the residents who live there, right? Okay. On very controversial topics like that, like if it's a if it's a topic that isn't as controversial like equality, I think that should be federal government because it'll encompass every state, right? Gotcha. Okay. But if it's an extremely controversial topic, one that you're never going to win one side or the other ever. Then I really think that as the states, they should. And if you want to have an abortion and you believe, then California is a place you could go. And if you, if you're adamantly against it, then Florida would be, you know what I'm saying? But then 
that's going to dictate where you live. Don't you think ultimately people are I mean, going you to be further divided? By oh, no, because I think you can live in Florida, but go have your abortions in, in California. And if you don't have the money to do so? But then again, I think there are certain cases, which, which is, like I said, this deserves a whole topic. Of, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about this, you and I. <laughs> as far as the affirmative action thing. Yes. There was definitely a time where, yes, that was the case, right? Yes. Um, I think in some cases that they have been proven, the best, the like, for instance, you could have, like, say, Asians and white people or whatever, mm -hmm. and African-American, right? Three groups, right? Yeah, okay. Go, go up to a college, right? Yes, sir. And let's say the African-American isn't, and we just do this worst-case scenario, right? African-American okay. isn't as qualified, right? And they get picked only, only because of color, only because of color. Okay. And they go to they go to Harvard, right? I'm not saying they aren't successful. I think it definitely sets them up for a little more challenges because Harvard requires more when it comes to education. Yep. To survive there, and then when they go out into the world, then they have a much higher expectation in the world. Because they now have the higher degree. So I think, I don't think it should be abolished. I do think it needs to be tweaked to where it is not the sole decision for make it off of. I got you. Okay. But that other things, it may carry a little bit more weight to ensure equality, but to make sure that that isn't the only reason. Because if it's all, if, because if we get to a point to where we're only picking people because of race, then we just went back to where we were. Yeah, exactly. I got you. It's just the role reverse flipped, you know? Yeah. Instead of picking because you're white, I pick you because you're black. Okay. And then is that really better, you know? Yeah. True. So I, I think we need to at least revisit these topics, you know, and maybe... And I guess this is where compromise needs to come in and we need to talk about, which is our concurrent theme here, compromise, you know? True. True. Even abortion. You, there are situations where even pro-lifers would agree, you know? But the problem is with that conversation is, like, if you look at, like, the abortion numbers, like I said, we'll talk about this more on the entire podcast. Okay. Fair enough. But, like, the people that are pro-abortion, they go, well, what about rape and incest? That's their biggest reason of why you should be able to allow this. Mm -hmm. But that only constitutes 2 to 5% of the entire abortion numbers. 2 to 5%. That means 95% have nothing to do with rape, have nothing to do with an abortion. So the problem is, you're taking this small minority argument and going, this is my stance and why you should allow it. Mm. Yes, we should acknowledge these situations, but we also have to address the bigger picture, you know? Well, for me, like anything, it should be tweaked. It should be, it should be, I don't know. I, I mean, it, we, this will require a whole podcast. Yeah, it, it should be tweaked. It should be, you know, uh, yeah, it, Definitely. We'll talk about that next week. How's that? But that's where this wokeness comes in. It's like people are honest about things. They're like, there's no diversity. You're like, yes, there's plenty of diversity. There's entire black films. And I've watched them and I enjoy them. Yeah. I find them funny. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One yeah. of the greatest actors in the world is African American. Yeah. Denzel Washington. We all know who he is. Yeah. He's the only actor that I know of where I can't think of a movie that I'm like, he sucked it. I just can't. I just see them all. Like, I actually thought about that the other day. I'm like, what movie did Denzel suck in? And I just, there was nothing. I couldn't. I, I haven't seen all his movies. I think there was one or two in the beginning that I haven't seen. So I have to, I have to, I reserve the right to. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, later. like, he's one of the few actors <laughs> where you could be like, there wasn't. Because there's a lot of great actors, but you could be like, there's at least one or two movies where you're like, 
Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they just it didn't. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Like John Travolta is a great actor, but he was like in "Look Who's Talking." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I happen to like that movie. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like, there's there the problem. The problem with the wokeness is that at least they're getting kickbacks. Like they're getting kickbacks because they're recreating what's already been out there. They're not coming up with new stuff. Come up with new stuff. Like the Boy Scout thing, that really pissed people off because it's like you already have Girl Scouts. They, they, I don't know what Girl Scouts does besides sell cookies, but it exists. You went and took over Boy Scouts. <laughs> it's like if you wanted boys, Girl Scouts to do the exact same Boy Scouts did, then you would just do the exact same thing Boy Scouts do. And but that's the problem is you got the wokeness culture taking over things that there's to me it's like there's no reason to fight this battle there's no this is a this is a war that will go on for a long time there are battles that you can fight that make sense there's battles that you leave alone like like i don't care if you have a pride flag i have friends that are gay yeah me too i i i don't care like but don't replace, like, the American flag or a state flag or the prisoner of war flag with the pride flag. Don't do it. These are battles that you're never, ever, ever, ever going to win and just make you look like a dick. Yeah, because it's... You might it's, be a dick, but you, you might be a great person. You don't... You don't you look like an asshole. Exactly. Fighting... You certain battles that are needed because in order for people to join your side it's not about hostile takeover it's about having a conversation be like look like we talked about it i go my dad will never understand being gay he yeah. will never understand trans people yeah he's not a dick to them he'll be their friend he'll talk with them he'll be a respectful person to but there's no way you're going to convince him of anything. So it's like, don't push him away, but be nice to him. Be respectful to him. Help him understand slowly. Gotcha. That's where I think where wokeness, the new modern wokeness fails, because it's almost like a hostile takeover. Yeah. Well, you were mentioning flags don't replace flags that are have already been established. Well, you don't want to do that either because you don't want to disrespect someone else's flag in order for someone else to respect your flag. It, that's that's not the way to do it. Yeah, I got you. Exactly, because you want people to understand. And what happens is when you push too hard, you turn people who were your allies or who could potentially be your allies into equally hostile people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure thing. And when you have a movement or whatever you want to call it, or you have something you want to talk about or a belief system you want to share, whether it be the environmental thing, whether it be women's rights, whether it be whatever, right? Mm -hmm. The goal is is to be respectful of someone else's decisions and lives and choices and beliefs, which they have equal rights to believe. Correct. Whether you agree with them or not, they have the rights to believe it. Yes. But you want to, because respect is a earned thing. You know, it's an exchange thing. You have a minuscule amount of respect naturally for just being alive and being human. Sure. Like most people will be some level of respectful naturally, you know? Yeah. But as soon as you become hostile and start, ah, <laughs> then what you're going to do is you're going to turn that off and turn those people into your enemy. Yeah. I, 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 I think it boils down to conversation. You know, if you have people talking about their beliefs, their likes and dislikes, coupled with other people that are voicing their opinions uh, opinions on their likes and dislikes um, and just come to so, some sort of agreement. 
you know, don't sit there and put someone off and be disrespectful and the other person don't do the same thing. And eventually it can be resolved. I'm like, God, I'm sure it can. Me, you and me are never going to see eye to eye on everything. Exactly. But I respect your views as well as you respecting my views. And together we come and we pretty much stress that in our podcast. And we're great friends and business partners. We yeah, <laughs> indeed. So it's like it's like you can have successful relationships even though you may not agree entirely. Yeah. Like quarter big example this morning. Hennessy's, as you know, is not here because you can't hear her ass. Because <laughs> she is she is doing her nails and her hair. Okay. Three to four hours. <laughs> Hennessy's will argue that I need to be with her for those three to four hours, which she jokingly <laughs> like hinted to about a hundred times. <laughs> and I absolutely disagree with this concept. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we have a successful relationship because she knows I'm not going to do it. There you go. Did you see what I posted on Facebook? No, I didn't. I, said, I, was, I was busy getting the cars done this morning only. Yeah. I, I said, uh, I mentioned the three and four hour thing and said, uh, mental health is really rampant in today's world because she lost her mind and needs to be institutionalized for making me, trying to get me to want to sit in there for three and a half. Oh, okay. I think I heard. I remember you saying that earlier. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> now she joked about it. She was like, three, four hours. Come with me. Come on. I'm like, no entiendo. No entiendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty of more opportunities for you to uh, go with her. So you'll be fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. We're going we're gonna to plan these podcasts, a business meeting something during the middle of each of those because there's no way i'm gonna do that what am i gonna do for three to four hours sitting in a hair salon and nail salon what am i gonna do besides ponder choices in my life there you go hey that's when you can crack the code no 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 <laughs> that is that is the equivalent of hell because that's when you start thinking do i really need this woman because you know how you start you start like weighing you're like you love her, you care about her, you appreciate her, you know, all the good things to be like. And then on the left hand, I got to sit through this bullshit. And then you start wondering, start debating, should I be single again? You know, so, like, I'm not going to do that. So overall, what's your take? I think the wokeness culture of today needs to, number one, be honest because they're not honest entirely. Because they're, they're trying to pretend that it's worse than it ever was. So, like, I've even heard people say it. It's worse than it ever was. Are you really? Like, I could think of plenty of times in history that being Puerto Rican or African American was definitely worse than 2023. You know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I see your point. I, and, I think we need to be honest and, and not expect perfection. But also keep striving to make things better, but don't forget to acknowledge the massive amount of progress that we as a species have made. We've made progress. Just, you know, give us a star or something. You know, give us a, you know, way to go, you know, good job or something, because we as a species have moved forward. I think being being less hostile about it and picking your battles and making more friends and allies than enemies is going to be crucial to any of these movements, any of them, not just equality, but like environmental, um, any of them. Yeah. Because there's definitely problems and people understand that there's problems. It's just, you only, you can only fix problems if everybody is willing to work with each other to fix them but if you keep making enemies nobody's gonna want to work with you to fix anything true i see your point i see your point but i also see the fact that even the progress that has been made but it still seems to the people and i, I know i'm not talking for them i'm talking from what i see in my viewpoints yeah it still seems that 
the same things are happening happening over and over and even though we did make progress it seems like we haven't because the same things keep continuing to happen but then deaths, deaths of african americans at the hands of officers um you know just but i mean i mean white people get shot by police officers and and that and you are absolutely correct and we don't see that as much yeah i, I think the media also plays a factor sure and because the news stories that are worthwhile are those um, yeah a cop killing an african-american because it just keeps it it keeps prolonging the fact that hey we are not equal still <laughs> yeah i know because because yeah. when we already talked about the police thing yeah and, and my thing is my thing is yes there are racists there really are i just don't think that they are as rampant as they were a hundred years ago I, I would argue that good majority of us may still have some stigmas. We Ouch. might still have some biases. But I think that overall, if you went and, and were like really looking at even like 90% of people, okay, I don't think that you will see true racism. I think you, like I said, you may see some bias, but you got to ask yourself, where did the biases come from? Because like you have like right now you have like looters constantly raiding entire malls, right? Yeah. Yeah. The only stores, stores are closing down. All this does is perpetuate the bias. You know how you fight bias? Show them a different picture. Show them a different experience. If all I see is one thing constantly, then that's what I'm going to believe. It's a perception. Life is a perception based thing. Not only is it perception, it's also a belief thing. Gotcha. You know, because if you look at like certain, if you look at like me, I don't believe there's a whole bunch of racists out there. I believe there's like 1%, but that's from my experience, my belief system, because I've never ran into anyone who was just like, I hate black people. <laughs> like, like I've never ran into anybody who was like, let me string the black person up. I've never ran into anybody like that. I don't know. And if I did, I'd probably kill him. Or like, yeah. I would probably be in jail. Like, I don't know how I would respond if somebody said that to me. I, it'd be so shocking to me that I would just be like... <laughs> Head blown. Like, like, it would be, you know, like, I don't know what it's like to run into a person like that. So when I view the world, I view the world, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my experience... Maybe the world is shit, but my experience from what I've seen in 42 years is that everybody that I've known, the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people I've ran into in 42 years of life, nobody has judged anyone from the color of their skin. I, I have seen somebody, I've seen people judge people because they sag their pants. I've seen that. Yes. Okay. I've... I've seen people judge people by what they were wearing based on the city or part of city that they lived, you know? Yeah, of course. I've, I've judged people because of what they were wearing, okay? I'm not perfect. Yeah. Matter of fact, I saw a dude sagging his pants once and I said, I didn't know a rapper died. And he goes, what are you wearing? I go, you're wearing your pants at half mass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like. But to me, it wasn't, it wasn't anything against them. It was a joke because I do joke because I went through my, my dress, like a gangster phase, like 18 to like 21 when Eminem was starting out, you know, gotcha. I dress like that, you know, like I joke about it. Like it's not meant to be hostile. It's not meant to be anything. It's. It's joke. I joke. But, I, you know, like, I, I don't know. I think it's a perception-based thing. I think there's some level of accountability that is required. Yes, there are people that want to keep you down. If anything, if politicians want to keep you down. No, yeah, most definitely. If you want to be honest, who's really keeping you down? I would even argue the people that, that tell you you can't do things are trying to keep you down. Because they don't want you to do it. That's why they tell you you can't do it. Exactly. 
because somebody who makes you believe you can't do something knows you're not going to do it. Yeah. And if you really want to piss off those people, just do exactly what they said you can't do. Yes. And that that's what, for me, this wokeness is not going to affect the way that I raise my four kids. You know, even though my oldest, you know, is on his own already. But my other two college kids um, and my 10-year-old, I won't let that affect them. Just because of the color of their skin, I'm not going to tell them that, oh, hey, you know, you can't do something because of the color of your skin. If anything, you can do anything you want to do because of the color of your skin. So that's what that's what I'm going to instill with them. And I'm not going to completely, you know, say, hey, it doesn't exist. Racism doesn't exist. I'm going to let them know the truth. But ultimately, you are your person and you are going to set your mark on life based on who you are. So. Let's be honest about what equality is. Yeah, sure. Equality, see, equality means equal opportunity. Does not mean equal opportunity. Uh, it, uh, no, equal outcomes. It means equal opportunity. It does not mean equal outcomes because there's so many factors that play into outcomes. Of course, sure. But it means that nobody, nobody is better than me, but I am no better than anyone else. And I think most people tend to forget that second part. Yeah, unfortunately. Because, because everyone's okay with nobody's better than me. But now we need to, there's the second part to this. Yeah. And that is, and I am not better than anyone else. Yeah. I might be a better basketball player. I might be more gifted in certain... But that's because I train better in that, or I do better in that. Exactly. But there's going to be something that you are better than somebody else at. Of course. And a lot of those things reflect outcomes. Like, for instance, let's be honest, let's do, let's pick on basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Jordan was paid very well because Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Okay. Um, most of us can agree that I know mean, there's a whole LeBron James. <laughs> yes, there are. Yes, there is. MJ thing. But the truth of the matter is, and I'm going to say it, the closest to MJ that ever existed was Kobe. Kobe okay. was the closest. And that's because Kobe actually studied Jordan. And he moved like Jordan. And he played like Jordan. Matter of fact, if you look at their playing styles, they're, they're very similar. Okay. So he's the closest, but whether you're LeBron James, Jordan, Kobe, or any of the other greats, Larry Bird, et cetera, these people are going to be paid more than if you and I went into the basketball league. Why? Because they're more gifted in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Of course. I know. And you're going to see this in every single job that you're in. There's going to be experience. There's going to be skill sets. There's going to be talents there's going to be things that make somebody else get paid more than you even yeah. at the same job like you and i going for the same job there's going to be things that maybe pay you make you pay more than me yeah and it has nothing to do with race yeah sure it has everything to do with the fact that you have like four master's degrees three doctorates <laughs> <laughs> wow guys no this is you it's talked about your your life, <laughs> your twenty years of college experience that you have, <laughs> your multiple degrees that I don't have, you know. But in our business, mm-hmm. you and me, we're going to pay each other the same. Of course, you're equal on partners, and our skill sets are don't really play a factor because we're equal owners. Sure, of but course. In the real world, like if we're going for a job together. You're most likely going to get paid more because of the substantial amount of education that you have. Yeah, she's my degree, you know? Yeah. And so, and that's just how it is. And it has, like I said, nothing to do. I think there's so many factors that people are looking into why somebody gets employed, why somebody gets paid more, why somebody that have everything to do with all these other factors that you're not looking at it, you're only looking at <laughs> race. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I see your point. You know. Well, hopefully we'll get back on track. I said hopefully we'll be back on track soon. 
and we all this all this it's a teeter totter you know yeah well i hope we get back on track and we leave all this behind us soon and there's no place for it maybe maybe it's true man in 2020 maybe they destroyed our universe and we're in a subsequent parallel universe and because i don't remember before 2020 it being this crazy yeah like i've been thinking about that before 2020 i don't remember it being that crazy mm. like there was some madness but it 2016 or there was some madness 20 there was some madness 2017 2018 but like it's been substantially crazier so i don't think it had anything to do with 2020 but it's just i don't i don't know we just went i think being out of everybody's purview yeah that whole year and then all of a sudden introduced back into the madness yeah. i just kind of i think it kind of escalated things i think yeah but it will but all problems have to fix themselves because you can't have things can completely off balance too long life has life is about balance the universe is about balance sure. it's going to find balance whether you like it or not of course and so i think what's happening is it was pushed so far one direction so quickly and so is that they're getting a fight back so now we can start teeter-totting back into the center where we need to be and i think woke the wokeness crowd i know nothing's perfect you're going to have to have a little bit more patience. You're going to have to pick your battles, be a little bit more honest about things, and try to see from every point of view. Gotcha. Fair enough. What do you think? Fair enough. I think you summed it up very well. You see, there you go. You see? <laughs> we talked about a lot of crazy stuff today. Yes. <laughs> but I definitely want to cover that uh, that topic. Abortion? Yes. We got that next week. Because we, because that one's a very hot topic. Sounds good. That one's that one's so hot that like you almost gotta wear flame retardant clothing just to even talk about it. Sounds like a plan. Hi, buddy. Have a good one. We will talk soon, my friend. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for joining the friends I view today. If you loved our conversation, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share with friends, and stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, keep the conversation going.